Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from thenextreel.com. And I'm Pete Wright, also from The Next Reel. We are at the beginning of the MCU, looking at Jon Favreau's 2008 film, Iron Man. We're today talking about Minute 73. On today's show, the minute starts with Tony trying hard to remember Christine's name and failing and ends with Tony arguing with Obi about his naivete. Well, that's what I was talking about yesterday, about the complicated tapestry of reasons Tony doesn't want to talk to to Miss Bibb here. Because mostly he can't, like, he knows, he sees her, he knows she's a reporter, he remembers that there was some sort of event, and when I say event, I mean that in heavy romantic air quotes, and also <laughs> he can't remember her name. And I think all of those things are just written all across uh, Tony's face here, and I love it. It's a it is a great moment. All of this works so nicely. The the way that that he plays it, the way that she plays it, the two of them together, I think, just have some great um, on screen. Um, I, I want to call it chemistry. It's not necessarily like the romantic kind, yeah. but it's definitely like the reporter and um, the person that she's pursuing for information. I think that they play it really nicely. You know, you get lines like, can I get a reaction from you? That's right. How's panic? Panic. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good beat. Uh, they, I, I think they've had great chemistry, just on screen chemistry, since the first scene that we talked about, where she meets him at the car. Obviously, we have other events between them, their their brief love scene. But, uh, you know, generally, when these two are on screen, it's just really delightful fireworks. Yes. Leslie Bibb, Pete, don't look at IMDb. We're going to do the IMDb game oh, for her. With me? Alone? Yes. You alone. Uh, okay. The IMDb game, uh, the the four films that IMDb says she is known for, uh, what do you think they are? The problem is, Andy, I'm, uh, I, they, I can only think of two. Well, three, because she was in Iron Man 2. Yep. Right. Okay. So yeah, she was. Uh, all right. So I've got two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, do you know what she was in? You probably know this because you're looking at IMDb. I think that Talladega Nights is going to be on there. She was fantastic. Okay. Is that one of and them? What, what, I'm not telling you. You got to give me four. God. And then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we just saw her in the uh, uh, tag, the tag thing. She was in tag. tag. How's that? Yeah, she was in tag. She was, she was in fantastic tag in tag. Yes. I loved that movie. It was great. So you're saying... Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Talladega Nights, and Tag. And Tag, yes. Well, you got three of the four, so that's pretty impressive. Sweet, which Iron ones? Man, Iron Man 2 are the first two. And okay. then Law Abiding Citizen with Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx is number three. What? And Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby is number four. Law Abiding Citizen? Yeah, that was one of those uh, Gerard Butler movies that, uh, you know, he kind of hit a streak of just doing a lot of low-end uh, although it actually got pretty good reviews, but uh, it looked like a low-end crime thriller. Yeah. Taking justice into his own hands. It it all ended in Geostorm for me, Andy. I don't know if you remember. I had, <laughs> I had feelings. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> oh, yes. But Leslie Bibb, she's great. That's fantastic. Uh, you know, yeah. what's important here is uh, I think this is a, a big moment because she gives him these photos, right, which mysteriously appear. You notice in the last minute she didn't walk over with photos. <laughs> 
they weren't laying on the bar. I don't know where she pulls these photos out from, but all of a sudden she kind of uh, whips these photos out and she happens to have them. Well, she it's, has a uh, little purse thing on her shoulder. I'm, ass- I'm just assuming she's got the little, it's a little strappy, tiny, strappy purse. It is a very tiny, strappy purse. That's probably exactly the size of these photos. It, <laughs> it's a it's a bag of holding. It's That's what it is. It's a that's magical exactly D&D bag of holding. I, I love that. Yes, she's walking over with a, her little Harry Potter bag. So she's going to pull can, a Hobbit out next. <laughs> it's just pictures. <laughs> yeah, this is just going all over the place. Elijah Woods Hobbits, in there. Uh, Hobbits and Harry Potter and Marvel. It's, yeah. it's great. Don't yes. forget Gerard Depardieu. Yes, she, and Gerard, Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> I mean Gerard Butler. I mean Butler. Hey, I have feelings hey, throw, about throw Depardieu, Depardieu too. In there too. <laughs> Did you see yeah. that green card? Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, yes, she does have a very slim strapped bag or something, I guess, that she's carrying because you can see it over her shoulder, but you never see the bag. It's no. like this mystery bag that apparently is is what she's uh, carrying these photos in. That's the only obvious explanation because yeah. otherwise they just mysteriously appear. It's very funny. It's edited in such a way where you never see the bag and you never see her pull them out of the bag. So all right. of a sudden it just cuts and there's a wide shot and she has big magical pictures in her hands. Yeah, right. And they're pictures of Stark weapons. And that is an inciting incident for Tony. Not just. And I, I mean, I think that's a huge part of it. But I think the other huge part of it is that it actually is Gulmira, which yeah. he now has a connection to. I mean, she says it's a town called Gulmira. Ever heard of it? We know that he has because right. this is where Yinsen is from. And all of a sudden, there is this direct connection that he has to the images and and we see stark weapons ten rings terrorists including abu who pops up in one of the pictures mm-hmm. uh, everybody's favorite baddie and they have these weapons and they are taking this town of gulmira they're killing horses it is a, a terrible time in this town it's a call to action this is the hero's call that right. that tony has been waiting for up to this point i think it's really interesting he has been building this suit but why? Like, it's he's been doing it, it seems like, kind of for fun to see if he can, because he built something in the cave, and now he's just trying to do it better. But all he's been doing is just flying and seeing what kind of cool stuff he can do. There's not been this call to action. Now he has it. I, I, I yeah, I, I guess I would submit. So you don't think that he is building the suit with the intention of eventually going out and you know destroying or retaking the weapons that are in that are in ill-gotten hands i don't think so but well i mean according to him and according to his expectations of of what is going on with this company he told them we're not going to do it anymore and i think he thinks that they're actually not and because then he kind of goes into uh lock myself in the basement mode and build a robot suit and I think that uh, I just I, I think that he had more trust in his company and kind of a more naive belief that things were OK. And here he is just uh, I mean, he even goes to Rhodey earlier in the film, not to say anything like I want to get those guys. He just he says kind of excitedly like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm building something. It's going to be big and exciting and I want to get you in on it. Yeah. And. Rhodey's just like, oh, good. I'm glad to hear that you're back into in, you know, into it. Your speech yeah. was kind of made us all nervous. And Tony's like, no, 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 it's not that. And Rhodey's like, you got to get your head in the game, man. And that whole thing. 
I, I because of that, I really don't think that he was had any intentions of doing it and any sort of militaristic actions. I, I okay, I I can see that. I feel like after his escape from the cave, and uh, you know, in the the first suit, that there was a sense of look what I could do with this technology. Like someday I'm going to get this right, and there's a potential that I could, you know, not only change the tide of my company, but I could also f- right a grand wrong. And this minute, and the t- sort of, I guess, two subsequent minutes, we get a series of major revelations for Tony. This is the first one, right? That A, these weapons and these people that he knows, and let's not disregard Abu's stroll. He is a cocky, happy guy in this picture. Uh, yeah. That these guys are still actively doing all of the stuff that Tony thought he fixed in this area, right? Yeah. These are the same people, and he recognizes this is his call to action, and then that action is reinforced over the subsequent minutes. And I think that's really important because it changes, in my mind, it changes from a, wouldn't it be great if I could use this suit for this kind of activity, to I know I now have to figure out a way to to take action here. I didn't think it was going to happen this soon. I didn't think this is what I was going to do immediately, but I'm, I have to take action. I think it works really nicely to yeah. kind of turn things here. Plus they do it in a really smart way. We're not expecting this conversation to happen here. It turns into this nice turn right here that I think works really nicely. I, I really love the way that it plays out here. And I love the, uh, the strength of the transition that Tony takes. Yeah, I do too. It's a jump them at the at the party moment, and it it really works to make this party not just a useful tool for the romantic narrative between Tony and and Pepper, but to actually turn the film in a really dramatic, yeah. uh, you know, for a film that's been as patient as it is in a really dramatic fashion. Right, right. Before we um, move outside, I was just thinking. About, well, two things. I was just thinking about the, her name. And that he doesn't remember it. Her name's Christine, and he calls her Carrie. And I can't help but wonder if there's like some underlying Stephen King joke that they're playing here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two two titles of Stephen King books named after uh, females. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really nice touch. I choose to I, believe I, that that's their intention from this point I, forward. I think so too. Yeah. Um, in fact, I want to believe that that Tony knows her name is Christine and purposely does this strange Stephen <laughs> King reference. <laughs> you know, I was listening to uh, a, a fantastic podcast uh, that I only just discovered. Uh, have you listened to the uh, to Off Camera with Sam Jones? Nope. Sam Jones, is a cinematographer and photographer, and he has a lot of incredible friends and. He does these wonderful, introspective, long-format interviews with, you know, just one actor, one performer, one musician after another. And his fifth episode, he's now on 177, his fifth episode was like an hour-and-a-half conversation with Robert Downey Jr. And I tell you that because Robert Downey Jr. told this story about his experience in Iron Man and in other movies where, uh, you know, talking about his level of prep— Uh, that he goes into, you know, for these movies. And sometimes he says, I drill down and I just, I go in, I always know every line. I'm completely off book. I can do the thing backward and forward, Um, you know, and I I absolutely know 
inside and out every angle and every other actor's lines i i have it inside and out and then you know i've been doing this a long time and there comes a time where sometimes i just i go on and i really don't and i'm just relying on who i am and um you know the the skills that i picked up along the way and i have a bug in my ear and i actually have somebody reading me the lines that i'm about to say so when I think about that story, I tell that whole story because I kind of imagine there's somebody doing an anchorman gag on him in his ear. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fantastic if he's if somebody says Carrie and he knows it's Christine, he's supposed to say Christine and they just goofed him. I think that would be really great. <laughs> that makes me think of uh, Bruce Almighty. When... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. That's a better reference. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of that podcast. I'm going to have to check it out. Though. Oh, it's fantastic. That and, and yeah. Dax Shepard's podcasts are, are really great. And the guy who is in Jessica Jones has a new podcast, too. What's that one? I don't know what you're talking about. Curses. Yeah, who, the, the Doctor Who guy. What's his name? Oh, oh, David Tennant. Yeah, it's like David Tennant talks with dot, 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 or something like that. Like, that's the name of the podcast. Uh, and again, it's, yeah. it's talking with all of his famous friends. Yeah, you know, these are who we're now competing with. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not bad enough. All these all these hundreds of other movies by minutes podcasts and other movie podcasts. But now we're competing against all these. these, uh, David Tennant and Dax Shepard. Yeah, here it is. Uh, David Tennant does a podcast with Jodie Whittaker, Whoopi Goldberg, Olivia Coleman. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Thanks. I'm done. Let's <laughs> Thanks, hang David. up the towel. But does he do it one minute at a time? I think not. <laughs> uh, the last thing I wanted to say in this moment, uh, in this scene, before we head outside, uh, there is, uh, I, I mentioned earlier, the, the tip that Tony leaves in the cup. Yes. Earlier. What did you mean there's, to say about that? There's a disappearing tip here. So <gasps> when we cut, when we cut to the, the wider shot at about 26 seconds in, it's not uh, the money that he put in there anymore. You're right. So, it changes eight seconds. It's still his money. Yeah. 26, 18 seconds. It's changed. It's still his money. Wow. Well, it's, no, it's no, no, no. It's a different right? angle. So, it's changed. And then it's like yeah. people are standing, but it's the redhead. She's taking the money. <laughs> she's behind RDJ and she's taking the money. Uh, right. You're right. It's just gone. Yeah. So now this is an interesting uh, transition that we have here in the the way that the film plays uh he says well i'm not my company and next thing we see he's he it cuts to him talking to obadiah who clearly has never gone inside he's been outside standing on the steps talking to the press the whole time or something i don't know why he's still outside but anyway uh it cuts to tony and obadiah pushes a photographer away so that they can have this conversation and it's the start of a conversation and we'll finish it next time but it, it's this nice little moment that the two of them have here what's interesting is that the way that it's scripted when tony when christine shows these photos to tony he uh he's pretty shocked and and she, he's like i didn't prove this shipment she says well your company did tony says come with me he leaves making a beeline for exterior disney concert hall minutes later night tony strides out to the red carpet paparazzi and then he starts talking tony i made some promises i'm not going to be able to keep i suggest you pull all your money out of stark industries immediately obadiah is suddenly there steering tony up the entrance to the stairs obadiah is this like a tick for you whenever you have a feeling you start going to all the people who don't trust you who don't protect you they're going to put a spin on everything you say 
Tony, wait a minute. I got to ask you something. I'm dead serious about this. I'm not kidding. Am I losing my mind or is Pepper really cute? Do you think she's attractive and interesting or is it just that her hair is down? I've been out of the game for a while. <laughs> oh, but wow. I, are you out of your mind? You're messing with the guys in the rooms. We're talking about billion dollar interest, the world order. Tony, I'm not worried about that right now. Obadiah, you should be. You'll disappear. I can't protect you against people like that. Then this is where I think we're cutting in. The paparazzi is snuck on them, snapping photos. Obadiah, do you mind? And okay. that's where we then cut we back get into, into our scene. scene. What an odd little moment we yeah. have here. That's very strange. Yeah. And obviously they shot it because if you look real carefully, as soon as we cut outside, we've got the two of them, uh, Obadiah kind of pushes the camera away. But when the camera, when they start going up the stairs and the camera kind of spins around them, uh, as soon as it cuts on Obadiah's back, you see on the very left edge of frame, you see Christine standing there. Yes. She followed him out. Yeah. I, that's a very strange thing to miss. I, I, I don't know. I think it feels like it's in character and they might have just cut it. I don't know for time efficiency didn't need the, the bit. I don't like the cut. Can we talk about the cut editing by uh, Dan Liebenthal? I, uh, I feel like the cut is, is a jarring change of scenery and it puts Tony's head in exactly the same place. It is in the immediate frame before turned at a slightly off angle from camera, but it's the same orientation, same sort of physical size. And I find it a jarring, uh, a, a jarring transition. Interesting. I actually like it. I like that yeah. he's in the same spot because I feel like my eyes are already on him. I'm looking in his eyes. And then when we cut, I'm still looking at him. Granted, I'm not looking at his eyes anymore. I'm now looking at his jaw yeah. and his nostril. But, <laughs> but and, nostril. and her head, the back of her blonde head has been replaced by <laughs> Obi's <laughs> bald head. It's kind of the yes. same shape and color tone. And uh, uh, anyway, I, I find it a, a jarring kind of out of context uh, switch. I needed more. Maybe maybe something as simple as a Star Wars wipe that we, we kind of like just to change our context. But uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I, uh, I think it's an interesting one, but largely I'm glad that they cut it. And honestly, I don't mind the conversation so much, except for the random bit that he has where all of a sudden he's like talking about Pepper. And, yeah. you know, I think she's really hot. I think she's into me. It's like, who are they writing here? I, yeah. this, I feel like this is one of the writers who just didn't have a sense of Tony and was just writing him as like he's this flibber to gibbet. Yeah. He's all over the place. Right. And it's it's a terrible bit to have him go off on this random tangent here the rest of it's fine but that part ooh. yeah I, I that doesn't work it's it's sitcom comedy right distraction uh, yeah. dialogue and I, I don't care for it right no it's it's pretty rough i like that the way that jeff bridges plays the scene though i think jeff bridges is just one of those guys who as he's talking just things like tony tony you can't afford to be this naive. Yeah. The way that he he delivers stuff like that, it just, it works so nicely. Like he he has the right uh, vibe to carry lines like that. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, it, this scene in particular, and I think we'll continue tomorrow uh, with, you know, a, a grand revelation for Tony. And I, I think it is, a, it's important and it, changes uh, you know for those who haven't bought into the fact that obi is not completely above board it, it it changes directions for our understanding of this character yeah definitely 
Uh, I don't have anything else for this minute. I mean, we're going to continue this yeah. conversation about this conversation. We're having a conversation about a conversation. And we'll <laughs> be having that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that conversation tomorrow. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Well, that's it for today's show, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our Discord chat room and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Reel. And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at thenextreel.com slash Patreon. Until next time, true believers. <laughs> <laughs>